to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Gross. Yes! Caught! Touchdown! Did he get it? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson here, flying solo today. Uh, our good friend Jason Walker getting his uh, getting his teeth worked on. Uh, kind of randomly, out of the blue, had a, a filling come out. And had to go get that taken care of. So he's doing that today, uh, and his mouth's all numb. and Wasn't really confident that he'd be able to speak much this afternoon, so that was... Best time they could get him in was uh, pretty much right as we're doing the show. So uh, we will give him a pass uh, today, but uh, we'd still love to hear from you. Uh, still got some other things we're going to get through here on the show. Uh, we got uh, predictions for tomorrow. Actually, Jason and I, before he got his teeth worked on, uh, we sat down together and uh, shared our own thoughts about tomorrow, our predictions for Saturday afternoon on Merlin Olson Field. So you will hear from Jason later on today on the show. Um, NFL preseason, the final week of preseason is underway. Started last night, continues through this weekend. Uh, and so we'll take a look at you know what's going on there. Opportunities and, and uh, likelihood of these uh, former Aggies that are trying to make roster spots. Will they make roster spots? So we'll kind of shed some light on that and what the the people following these players are saying about them and what the coaches are saying about them. Uh, we'll do a recap of some games that happened last night for high school football and a busy night tonight. And uh, week zero of college football, we'll do a rundown of everybody who's playing so you can follow along and uh, kind of know what's what's on the schedule, what's on the docket for uh, this upcoming weekend. Um, so today is a lot of... Looking ahead for this weekend, not just for Utah State and the start of the college football season, there are five total Mountain West teams that are playing this weekend, um, but it's also looking ahead really to the start of the NFL season. And if for your favorite NFL team, have you been watching what they're doing in the preseason and um, you know getting any... Um, uh, ideas for what what your favorite team is or or may not really look like for their upcoming uh, uh, season in the NFL, and I get it. You know, preseason not a real great representation of what's going to be ahead for an NFL team, other than understanding what your depth might look like or some of those uh, new rookies that got drafted might look like, because by and large it's about uh, developing uh, your 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 deeper roster, the fringe players, are they going to be good enough to make an NFL roster? Um, I mean, there's sometimes there's yeah some new coaches or new coordinators, and this is their opportunity to fine tune a few things. But um, overall, uh, I think we, there's still a few things that we can learn about a, a, a team and a franchise 
going into the start of the NFL. So if you want to weigh in on that, love to get your your texts uh, on that, uh, as well as on going through the show today, your score predictions and just overall predictions, what you think is going to happen on uh, Saturday for the Utah State Aggies uh, in their matchup against the University of Connecticut. Interesting piece today on Jim Mora and uh, on ESPN where they uh, go a little bit more in-depth uh, about why he ended up at, at UConn, what happened in his uh, ugly exit at, at UCLA. He's still bitter about it. And I, I can understand why he'd be bitter about it. Um, he, he, was, he had things rolling for, for you know pretty good system there for a while, had a little bit of a downturn, but a very short leash there, uh, short patience at UCLA. Uh, comparing the facilities at UConn to what he enjoyed in Southern California, which is interesting because, and I, and I mentioned this earlier, uh, the those UConn facilities are those are P five ish facilities. Uh, they're nice, and they used to be a P five program not that long ago, and so they enjoyed some pretty big fat paychecks from the Big East before it collapsed. So. Uh, interesting comparisons there, uh, but uh, if you have a chance, go read that. There's a little bit in there about Utah State. Just this is going to be his first opponent from uh, you know being back. Not a lot that's said about the Aggies. It's more about just kind of his uh, his turnabout uh, as a as a coach, being on the beach for a little while. I guess he was living up in Sun Valley, so not far from here. In the in his time between being the head coach at UCLA to now being at Connecticut. But uh, interesting piece there about Jim Mora, kind of what makes him tick and uh, trying to turn some things around there at a moribund uh, UConn Huskies program. So definitely worth the read. Uh, Another interesting piece today was uh, by Nicole Arbach on The Athletic. Now, I get it. Some of you don't have a subscription uh, to The Athletic. It is a subscription-based model, but uh, we've – We've paid for it here at the uh, at the old radio ranch, and she basically took a trip out to Utah, and this had to have been done in the uh, late spring because she references there's still some snow on the mountains. Um, but uh, I, so I'm guessing this must have been done in May, like early May, maybe. Not sure when it actually when she actually made her trip to the state, but. She flies in, spends time in Salt Lake, drives up to Logan, and then finishes her day in Provo. So she did it all in one day, hitting the the Cougars, Utes, and Aggies. Um, But she kind of goes in reverse order in how she tells the story about how Utah fielded three teams that were in the top 25 a year ago. How... Utah is producing more Division I talent. How Utah is developing more three- and four-star talent uh, for college football and is becoming more of a recruiting destination for other other programs. But uh, kind of interesting read there where uh, the the start and the finish is with BYU. Well, she starts with BYU, finishes with Utah – the Aggies are kind of wedged in the middle. But the, the BYU section is not so much on what they did a year ago, but how you know they're transitioning to the Big 12 and 
what kind of a you know pressure that puts on the program and exciting and blah 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 blah. You know, they're trying to make this next step, which we're we've all heard and familiar with. Uh, the Utah section of it is. Look, they did great last year, went to the Rose Bowl, but we have aspirations. We want a forward-looking to college football playoff, and that's the direction that we're headed. So both, both of those two schools were more forward-looking. And, yeah, they did something nice last year, but here's what's on the horizon for these, uh, for these programs. And then Utah State, not to say that it was just kind of a forgotten part of the middle of the story, but it had some nice stuff about Blake Anderson – uh, how he has had opportunities to maybe go to other power programs, power five programs, um, and um, but how he he really loves the community here. It'd have to be the right situation, not just because there's an opening means it's one he's going to jump for. Uh, so he he admits that there might be you know, something on the horizon that's very appealing. That if somehow it opens up, that he would. He would go and take that opportunity. Can't blame anybody for that, but he's he is uh, he he's the the piece basically on on Blake Anderson and the Aggies is about Blake Anderson and kind of the uh, turmoil that was in his personal life and uh, how the this team kind of accepted him. Certainly, uh, he he shares high praise to uh, Nick Henninger. Um, and uh, Devin Tompkins, who had to be re-recruited to stay here at Utah State. And uh, a lot of praise for the players and what they did in the past, like a year ago. So it's, it's kind of an interesting contrast where BYU and Utah, the, those sections of the article are very forward-looking and projecting what's coming up in the future and where they're headed, whereas the Utah State section was, uh, yeah, you know, it was turmoil. We came here. Uh, they accepted me. We had to work hard at it every day, which is nice. But it wasn't anything about. I mean, there's a, a brief mention that yeah, they won the the Mountain West uh, conference. They won their bowl game, and that was nice. But it wasn't as forward looking as BYU and Utah, which was interesting. Um, other than to say, yeah, it was it was kind of a. Uh, an exciting thing that we did, but that puts pressure on us to try to do it again. But that's really about it. So it was kind of interesting. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that there was a piece that you know somebody from The Athletic and a re- reputable reporter like Nicole Auerbach made the trek and spent the time in Logan. But um, I, I was a little surprised that you know, there wasn't a little bit more forward-looking, more... Uh, this is where we're headed for Utah State, quite like what we got out of Utah and BYU. So is that a reflection of her reporting style or what she just, that's what she got. And she's reporting on what was shared with her. So I don't know. It's hard to know because we weren't in the room. But uh, if you have a, a, the, the subscription to The Athletic, I encourage you to read it. It's fun. It's an interesting piece. It's well worth the read. Um but uh, it's always nice to see you know, some attention given to what is going on and some positive things that have taken place uh, here in the, in the state of Utah in general, but also here in Logan. Because a lot of some of the other things that we've seen out there, and Jason and I have been hitting on this, is that a lot of folks out there in the national media almost universally all believe that 
whatever it was that happened with Utah State a year ago was just a fluke and uh, not repeatable. And and it's really kind of frustrating, I guess. Um, I mean, uh, it was. I'll be honest. That season caught me by surprise. Didn't see that coming. But definitely, we when after a few games, we saw this team's potential and where it could go. So that quickly changed. But um, to suggest that they're going to be this big drop-off team this year, I, that's tough. Um, now, can Utah State win eleven games this year? Uh, that's also going to be tough. I don't. You, you mean you heard Jason and I go through our season predictions? I don't see Utah State as an eleven-win team. If you were to tell me that uh, any team uh, won three fewer games than the year before, then by nef- definition, that's a drop-off year. But I don't feel like it's going to be a big drop-off season for the Aggies. I think it's a more challenging season for the Aggies with what's ahead of them. And so getting to eight wins is still a successful season. Are they going to be there in the conference championship game? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if I if I honestly go by what my wins and losses were going to be game by game, it, they wouldn't be there. But they're still going to have a good season. Um, I think they're still going to be a really fun and successful team. So... Your thoughts uh, on that? If you read the piece um, and uh, your reactions to it, maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something here. But based on uh, you know, some of the reports, they're just not giving a lot of forward projecting, like positive direction for the future for Utah State, where it was uh, given that for the other schools. But the other publications out there are like, yeah, last year was fun, but we just don't see it for this year, and that's. Where I'm baffled, the same head coach, you've got both coordinators back, you've got your quarterback back who set or tied multiple records for Utah State and in the Mountain West. You've got a bunch of offensive linemen who maybe not uh, were not starters but had a lot of snaps last year for the program. So you've got an experienced offensive line, no matter how you look at it. You got your top running back back. One of your top receivers back, so your offense uh, should be strong, should be stout, and you've got some real studs on defense coming back as well with it, perhaps you know, better depth and experience at key positions than you had a year ago with, like we said, this team under the direction of Ephraim Bonda for another year, and it really started to click at the tail end of last season. So I just don't get it. I don't get the slight. And maybe you think that you know, for me saying eight wins, that's a slight. And I get that. But um, I don't know. I think this team is going to be fun. Now, we're going to see what they can do tomorrow and see you know, really what they look like. Because when you're going against each other in these scrimmages, it's always hard to know. Did your guy make a great play or did your guy make a bad play and why that play happened the way it happened? It's always kind of hard to know exactly how to you know, sift through what took place in a scrimmage. If there's a big pass play and everybody gets excited, you're like, okay, great, quarterback, wide receiver, great play. But we should also be equally disturbed that the corner that's, you know, the Utah State guy uh, allowed that to happen. So tomorrow we get a chance to really see them showcase what they're really all about 
against a team who's trying to rebuild something and restart something. And uh, under this new coaching staff, they they want to be like Utah State from a year ago and start to get you know, some exciting things going in their favor. Big difference, however, is that that team from a year ago at Utah State was only a season or two away from having you know, one of its best seasons in history and had a lot of guys on that team who knew how to win, who knew how to play enough, good enough football to get to bowl games. This UConn team, they don't have that. They don't have guys on that roster who've had that experience as contributors. Maybe a few transfer guys have been on teams who did that, but they weren't really contributing. So uh, I'm not worried about UConn. I, I am worried just about how this team you know, continues to build off of that and um, and how Utah State uh, keeps going for the future. So some of the issues and some of the topics today here on the Full Court Press. Love to get your reactions uh, to the uh, the uh, Rocky Mountain kickoff last night up on uh, Merlin Olson Field, a preview of some football on that field for this week. Uh, interesting doubleheader there with Preston and South Severe in the early game, Logan and Bonneville in the later game. And then uh, got some interesting games tonight on the high school football schedule. So we'll run through that uh, on who's playing where on the schedule for high school football. Uh, what's on the schedule this weekend for college football in week zero? A number of Mountain West schools are playing this weekend. So uh, give you a rundown of who's playing where and when and how you can uh, how you can watch those games and follow along. Uh, but also uh, the NFL preseason. It's the last weekend in the NFL preseason. So are you seeing enough out of your favorite NFL team and also these uh, former Aggies trying to make roster spots? What are, what's being said about them going into their final preseason games, trying to make a case for themselves to stay on with their respective teams? Uh, 435-339-032 win if you want to chime in on that and uh, weigh in uh, or ask other questions here on the Full Court Press. Uh, 9315 has a a score prediction. Uh, My score prediction for USU and UConn game is first quarter, USU with two touchdowns and two extra points, one field goal. UConn, one field goal. Okay, we got a full quarter-by-quarter breakdown here. Uh, Second quarter, touchdown and field goal and safety for USU. Nothing for UConn. Third quarter, one touchdown and a one-point conversion. Nothing UConn. Uh, fourth quarter, two touchdowns and one-point conversion and a two-point conversion USU. One touchdown and one-point conversion for UConn. Wow, that's very uh, detailed play-by-play, quarter-by-quarter prediction there, 9315. Uh, and then, so that tallies all up. So uh, Utah State at 41, UConn at 10. And... I got checking notes. Yeah, that was that's my score prediction too, forty-one to ten. And you'll hear that a little bit later on uh, here on the full court press. But that's a really good uh, score prediction you've got there. Nine three one five, uh, five four five two. Can you come on comment on the tweets for the ticket contests of who the winners are? Never mind. Just saw that you did. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. Five four five two. Yes, we had. Uh, uh, some ticket giveaways, some tickets to to uh, the Utah State Aggie game for tomorrow. Uh, we ended up with some extra tickets. We gave those away uh, as well. So uh, those were uh, announced and, and given away. And uh, congratulations to those who, 
who participated. Thank you for those who are following the 106.9 The Fan Twitter account, trying to grow that as we have opportunities to have some fun with some giveaways and some uh, unique content that reflects what we're doing here on the show. So if you're not yet, go follow uh, 1069thefan on Twitter. Uh, 9315 with another text coming through. I think you're sliding the team if you say less than nine wins. I think they'll be a 10 or more win team. And I think they they easily could do that. As I, as I said in our season prediction uh, uh, episode um, uh, yesterday, uh, there were a number of games that I wrestled with that I think could go you know, either way. For, for some of those, I ended up giving the Aggies a loss on those. Um, but they, they could just as easily win those games because I think there's questions about the, the teams that they're playing. I think there is some uh, challenges with where some of these games are being played and the types of teams that they're playing this year. It is a much more challenging schedule this season than last because of who they're playing and where. But um, I, I, look, I went eight and four, but I see it. I, I could, I could see them going ten and two. But there are just a few things in my mind that are just preventing me from getting there, and part of that is just history of how they play in specific venues. And so that there's three specifically in mind, and that's three losses right away. Uh, you know, could they put things together and get wins on those days? Yes, they could. Uh, but I'd love to see what this team really looks like, despite some of the questions and concerns that we still have. Uh, so anyway, love to continue to get your score predictions for tomorrow as well. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. I'll also go through. Um, you know, who's playing the former Aggies in the NFL, how you can follow along. Had a game last night. We've got some games, uh, well, uh, two games tonight, a uh, game Saturday and a game Sunday. And then what's the high school football schedule for the evening as well? All that's coming up, how you can follow along for or a new jazz man playing well internationally. So we'll explain you, uh, explain you know, how he's doing and in what setting and against the competition. I think that should be important to keep in mind as well. But that's coming up on the Full Court Press. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. It's game time, and you're in the locker room ready to take the field. But suddenly, you notice a player you don't recognize. He's wearing your team's jersey, and he even knows your name. But you've never seen him before now. Would you trust this stranger with your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing scams work. And the first quarter of 2022 saw the highest volume of phishing attacks ever recorded. Protect your business with the Les Olson Security Suite from Les Olson IT. Learn more at lesolson.com. We would like to welcome Prodigy Brewing to the heart of Logan. Cash Valley's first and only brew pub with family-friendly dining. 
With an upscale twist on classic group hub fare and ingredients sourced as local as possible, they are thrilled to be part of the heart of Cache Valley. Bring the family and try their wood-fired pizza or their mouth-watering signature burger. Located on beautiful Center Street, open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Pizza, burgers, and brews. Mmm, tasty. We are Aegis Home Health and Hospice. Aegis, A-E-G-I-S. Our home is your home. We are more than an organization of health care professionals. We are proud members of our community. Compassionate, quality, patient care is our mission. I am Jason Jones. I'm a proud member of the Aegis team. At Aegis, we're dedicated to character, experience, and trust. Aegis Home Care and Hospice. We will ensure you experience the difference. 435-723-9000 or find us at myagis.com. Following the local teams, it's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Ah, yes, it is back to school time. Cash District last week, Logan District this week. Uh, no other uh, other school districts in our area. This back to school time underway. Utah State begins classes on Monday. Freshman orientation stuff have been going on this week, so it can be stressful, right? Getting these new routines and these other stuff that's going on. But uh, don't worry about your car, and don't forget about your car. Because Valvoline Instant Oil Change across from Angie's will get you in and out quickly to get that oil change done. You want to make sure your your car's running optimally as you're running around, whether it's uh, getting to the game or getting to a kid's game. You want to make sure that uh, your car's going to get you there. So don't neglect your automobile. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan. So speaking of the game, Saturday, Utah State taking on UConn. Your score prediction, Jason and I, uh, give our predictions. I'll have that uh, for you a little bit later on. That'll be in the uh, 5 o'clock hour. Stay tuned for that um, as we give our predictions for Saturday. And things you'd like to see. Uh, you'll hear from uh, both of us what we want to see on Saturday. Um, but what would what's on your mind as Utah State begins their season on Saturday? You've heard uh, from us. You've heard the coach. You've heard the players. Uh, the post-practice audio that we've had here on the show. Uh, you've went to the scrimmage. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. But as the season gets underway, in game number one against a team that Utah State is highly favored, what do you want to see out of this team? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. And uh, what's your score prediction? So ongoing questions for the uh, for the show tonight. Um, in the meantime, though, last night, Rocky Mountain kickoff on that field. Uh, first game was Preston and South Severe. And uh, kind of a back-and-forth game, kind of close. Uh, Preston, unfortunately, came out on the losing side there, 31-21. to uh, But uh, kind of an entertaining game. Uh, some scoring that was going on from both teams. And then it turned around to be more of a defensive battle, between Logan 
and Bonneville. Interesting, Logan gets a first touchdown. Well, Logan got the only touchdowns of the night because they shut him out, shut out Bonneville. But Logan scores, and then they go for a two-point conversion. So they go up 8 nothing, uh, right out of the gates. Um, and uh, well, pretty early on in the game, going for a, a two-point conversion. Uh, then they uh, they add another score in the second half, and, uh, and they don't convert that one, but it gets to uh, 14-0. Uh, for the Grizzlies, and now they're two and one on the season. And uh, later on tonight, we got a bunch of other teams trying to improve their records and improve their RPI. So Bear River, we'll start with them. The Bears are on the road. They're at Highland tonight, so going up on the road against a, a, a team higher in classification can always be tough. Um, but uh, this is a Highland team that has a proud history, but has struggled so far this year. Um, so opportunity for Bear River to build off of their success and what they were able to establish last week against Clearfield. And uh, they're going to be at Highland tonight, 7 o'clock, 104.9 the ranch, and uh, kind of uh, calling in a, a substitution on our play-by-play crew. Uh, Chad Saunders is going to be helping us out. Jardine Nesson will be there. Uh, but we'll have that game video streaming on cashvalleydaily.com. And uh, over the radio on 104.9 The Ranch in Box Hill, County. And we have links to uh, stream, uh, stream the audio on Cash Valley Daily as well. Uh, Skyview tonight, really the only other home team besides what we saw from Logan last night. And that really wasn't quite a home game for, uh, for the Grizzlies. So Skyview, really the only true home team this week, um, at least um, Region 11 teams. But uh, they're hosting Rigby, another team from Southeast Idaho. Uh, Rigby uh, between Idaho Falls and Rexburg, but a uh, good, solid program that they've had there. Uh, Rigby played tough against uh, some of these Region 11 teams uh, a year ago. I believe it was Skyview who went up there and played Rigby, but that's going to be in Smithfield on uh, this station, 1069 The Fan, FM, 1390 AM. Uh, we'll have audio on our mobile app, uh, streaming online as well. And uh, we'll have some video opportunities to watch the game on CashValleyDaily.com. Hurricane John Newbold, Rex Davis on the call there. Green Canyon's on the road. They're down in Park City uh, tonight. That's going to be Craig Hislop and John Russell on the call. And uh, that will be on 100.9 FM. Also, video streaming on Cash Valley Daily. Opportunities to listen online as well. Uh, and uh, Green Canyon trying to get back on track, but oof, Park City will be a tough team to try to get back on track with. They're off to a really hot start so far this year. Uh, Ridgeline is down at Snow Canyon uh, tonight. That's an, actually an 8 o'clock kickoff, so a little bit later than normal game, and that'll be on 104.5, the ranch. Caden Foremaster and, uh, and Devin Dixon with Fox Sports Southern Utah, we'll be calling the play-by-play for that game. There will be a video component, a way to watch that game on Cash Valley Daily. We have uh, found a way to to get that and make that available for you. But it will also be on 104.5 The Ranch and streaming options for audio online as well. And then uh, Box Elder is, is uh, hosting Mountain Crest tonight. So uh, an old rivalry there. And, uh, and this is a, a Box Elder team that's turning some things around. Off to a hot start for the Bees. And Mountain Crest is, is off to a good start, solid start as well, mostly because the strength of their defense. 
But uh, both teams could be tested on their strengths uh, tonight. That'll be on 107.7 KLZX. We'll have uh, video streaming there as well. Jake Ellis, John Olson on the call. And uh, ways to listen online if you can't uh, watch it or be in the radio listening area. But uh, all of them, really interesting games tonight. And uh, part of our pick six um, is, uh, well, actually it was Mountain West teams this weekend, not high school teams. But there's a a number of these teams that are going to have some really tall orders uh, on their their schedule tonight uh, as uh, really only one more non-region game on the schedule before they get into region play. But those uh, RPI rankings are just a few weeks away and uh, see how things shake out for these teams uh, throughout Region 11. But, again, we've got the, the scoreboard from games last night already posted on Cash Valley Daily with information and details about games uh, going on uh, this evening throughout the rest of Region 11. Uh, some other games, too, just high school games to, uh, to make note of because you know, Preston, uh, they did play uh, a game uh, last week. So this that was actually their second game uh, on their uh, schedule last night. But for a lot of other teams in um, you know in, in this uh, in, in this area, uh, they haven't uh, the Idaho schools haven't really played yet. So it'll be the opening games for Westside, Malad, and Bear Lake. Westside's going to be at Firth tonight. Uh, Malad is hosting Lyman, Wyoming, and Bear Lake is at North Fremont. Uh, also should note that uh, Rich is hosting Gunnison Valley uh, today over there in Randolph. So a couple other schools of note that are playing high school football this evening. We don't want to leave them out because uh, they're involved in some of their games as well. So first games for some of these teams. We're already into the third game for some others and we'll have that uh, scoreboard updated on Cash Valley Daily. You can watch the games, go back and rewatch games. I know that we had some video issues during the game for the Logan game, but uh, we were able to record it in other ways. So it is now available to go back and rewatch Logan's win over Bonneville. And uh, that link and replay is currently available right now on Cash Valley Daily. All right, coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Uh, again, want to get your score predictions for tomorrow for Utah State as they take on UConn. What do you want to see out of the Aggies? It's also the final week of the preseason in the NFL, and a former Mountain West player in the news for the, all the wrong reasons. Uh, we'll update you on that story. And uh, also an update on a, a, the, a new jazz man, a new jazz player playing internationally and how well he He's doing. He's having a nice impact with his team that he's uh, participating in the FIBA World Cup qualifiers. Update you all on that coming up on the other side of this timeout on the Full Court Press. Summer is cruising by way too fast. It's already back to school time. Soon you're going to start experiencing many special places and events that you won't forget, such as your first slide down Old Main Hill, attending Aggie football and basketball games, or a wild party at the How, and your first kiss on the Aggie Bowl that might just lead to that extra special moment at Jarek's Fine Jewelry, Cash Valley's engagement ring store where it's all about the romance. Just look for the bright green cars at 930 North Main Street. 
This is Ryan, my mattress. A mattress store recently closed right next door to our Riverdale location. Most people have said how awesome that is for us. I think I disagree. At my mattress, we love competition. We love it if you shop other places, but also give us a shot. Shop online or go to other stores, maybe even a warehouse sale, but come into my mattress because we want our shot at winning your business. Come into my mattress right now and see if better sleep and better pricing are what you'll find. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and Hearing Aid Center are now located in Providence and Cash Valley's newest and most up-to-date medical clinic located at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan, just south of Cash Valley Hospital. The entire staff and Dr. Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art medical facility. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan. Go to cashvalleyent.com for details. Most insurance products, including Select Med, are accepted. Since 1926, our family has been proud to serve the people of Utah. This month at Murdoch Hyundai, come celebrate our 96th anniversary. Lock in 2.99% for four years on Hyundai's award-winning lineup, Elantra, Sonata, Kona, and Santa Fe. And every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and owner's assurance. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. At Murdoch Hyundai in Logan, Linden, and Murray or online at MurdochHyundai.com. Call 866-628-3065 or see dealer for complete details. Offer expires 831-22. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. After a significant ligament in the middle of your foot and when it's disrupted it creates instability in the foot and that's why you need to get it fixed so surgical repair is what will happen and then it's a lengthy recovery you know it can be four to six months to get all the way back from it uh that's uh stephanie bell reporting on the chet holmgren injury and just reporting reported today that he will require surgery and he will be out for the year so the uh, highly touted rookie for the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Gonzaga star, got hurt participating in a Pro-Am event this summer, and now he's going to miss all of next year because he's got to have an operation on his foot. Uh, we've seen a number of stars participate in these. You know, Donovan Mitchell has. LeBron's been in some of them, a couple other notable NBA players. Um, and, uh, well... Wonder if it causes uh, organizations, uh, uh, teams to say, "Hey, you can't, uh, you can't go do that. You can train in private. You, you can train with some other uh, you know, players or some uh, qualified professionals, but um, you can't do these pro am events." Which I don't. Well, they there are exemptions in the collective bargaining agreement, and some of these pro am events are in those. Uh, some of the other events that guys can participate in are, you know, you can play for your your national team in uh, FIBA World Cup, uh, in the Olympics. But there's FIBA World Cup qualifiers going on right now. And there is, uh, you know, this new jazz player, uh, Simone Fontecchio, Fontecchio, not quite sure how to pronounce his name fully just yet, uh, but... He's been playing for uh, Team Italy, and uh, they've had a couple of games kind of recently. They had a game against the Netherlands on July 4th. Granted, it's the Netherlands. Uh, 
not really a team that's rich with NBA talent, but uh, Italy won that game 92-81. to He scored 22 points, four rebounds. He had two assists, a steal, two blocks. He was perfect from three. He was four for four from beyond the arc. He was perfect at the free throw line, four for four. But he did have six turnovers. Uh, overall, he was a plus 18. So that was, you know, a month and a half ago. Uh, and then yesterday, they had another game against Ukraine. And and I would argue that Ukraine has better basketball than Netherlands. But uh, his team won again, 97-89. to 89. So scoring more points, giving up a few more. But still, an, an, another good performance by Fontecchio. Uh, he had 20 points, three rebounds, two assists, uh, one block. He was two for three from beyond the arc. He got a lot of points at the free throw line, 10 of 11. So I, I, I like to see that indicates being aggressive, going to the hole, making things happen. Um, he only had two turnovers. So a better performance. He was a plus 16 for the Italians uh, yesterday in their game against Ukraine. And then one more game for Italy in their uh, qualifiers. Uh, they do have a couple of games in November, but I don't think he's going to be doing that. I hope not because he should be in a jazz uniform. But they do play against Georgia on Saturday. So that will be interesting to see how he does there if he keeps that up. Uh, pretty good averages so far in international play. Uh, some news today. You know, there was some headlines that um, uh, Nikola Jokic, his team was going up against Giannis Antetokounmpo in FIBA World Cup qualifiers, and uh, Jokic's team got the better. Uh, Jokic actually outplayed uh, Giannis, so kind of fun. See how that works out. Uh, 9315 on our full-court press text line. In the Bible, it says, by the mouth of two or three witnesses, etc. So it just means Eric and mine's score prediction must be true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nine three one five has the same score prediction for tomorrow as I do. That's at uh, forty one to ten. Now, Jason and I will give our predictions a little bit later on in the show, but um, and other things that we're looking for, things we want to see. But would love to get your your thoughts uh, and your predictions for the game on Saturday. Four three five three three nine zero three two one to chime in here on the full court press. Uh, love to get your your score predictions, things you'd like to see happen for the Aggies, whether that's a you know, particular type of, of play that you want to see or the you know, position group perform well. Um, love to get you those thoughts that you've got uh, going into game one for Utah State. And are you going? Um, it was fun giving away tickets on our social media, and we had some good response there. But I have gotten this sense that there's just not very many people Going to the Aggie game tomorrow. Uh, I, I saw some stuff earlier today. Now, granted, I, I haven't checked later this afternoon. But as of earlier today, there were a lot of seats available to go see Utah State take on UConn. And I, this is not where I'm going to get on my high horse and talk about fan attendance. But um, all I'm going to say is it's a great time of the day uh, to go watch some football. And um, it, it's a, an exciting team to go watch and to go support. So I think it'll be fun to go see uh, and cheer on the Utah State Aggies uh, tomorrow afternoon. 
Um, you know, two o'clock should be nice. Might be a little warm, but it's okay. You know, get yourself uh, some beverages and uh, enjoy the game. Stay cool. Stay hydrated. And uh, watch the Aggies get their first win of the season. So, uh, I, yeah, I think it'd be fun. You've, you've got time to get some things done in the morning, and it's early enough game that you'll have stuff to do, have time to get stuff done in the late afternoon as well. So uh, I hope you go. And then if you do, I'd love to get your, uh, your, your thoughts about the game when we're gathered together on KVNU Aggie Call after the game to recap what happened. No, and I mentioned this the other day. Ryan Bohm, former Aggie running back, uh, has uh, over the last few years been helping us out on that. He unfortunately his schedule doesn't allow him to uh, be on with us uh, tomorrow. But we've, we're going to have a couple of great wide receivers who wore Utah State uh, uniforms in the past. Uh, Travis and Zach Van Leeuwen will be joining Al Lewis and myself on KVNU Aggie Call. So that'll be fun to get some uh, new, uh, different perspectives of what happened on Saturday afternoon on Merlin Olson Field. And love to get your reactions as well to, uh, to the outcome. I understand they're both going to be heading to Alabama too, so that'll be fun to talk to them about that upcoming trip. And uh, we're going to try to find a way to get them to, uh, to uh, uh, kind of uh, check in, if you will, uh, from Tuscaloosa when they travel there to watch the Aggies uh, coming up next week. Uh, 9315 on our full-court press text line. I hope that USU uses the Statue of Liberty play. Now, wouldn't that be interesting? Uh, this coaching staff really hasn't shown a lot of trick plays. Nothing too dramatic. Um, but it's not to say that they, they couldn't. Now that there's a little bit more familiarity and a little more confidence, and start opening up the playbook a little bit more. Maybe. Wouldn't that be fun? I'd love to see that. Um, I don't know. What other things do you want to see on Saturday? 435-339-0321. NFL preseason games going on and concluding this week. Uh, And uh, if you've got your favorite NFL team, what are you hoping to see? As uh, a lot of uh, fantasy football drafts will be taking place soon. Now, uh, so we've gone through the preseason. Now, does that change your opinion about who you may or may not try to get on your on your squad? Uh, and also, the uh, former Aggies trying to make some roster spots, and have uh, gone through and tried to find as much information as I can that's been published within the last few days uh, about some of these former Aggies and what are they saying about these players. And what are the odds that they make the final 53-man roster? Who's more likely than not to make a roster? Who may end up on the practice squad? We'll try to decipher that and predict that coming up uh, a little bit later on as well. But 435-339-0321, if you want to chime in, love to get your thoughts about this game tomorrow and um, uh, this, uh, your score predictions for the, uh, the Utah State-UConn game. By the way, before we take a quick timeout, just uh, want to just pass this along. I know we're seeing a lot of other teams, uh, college basketball teams, announce and reveal their non-conference schedules. Um, I've I've been told that the Utah State team is is close, very close to finalizing its non-conference schedule. 
There are just a few minor details that have been ironing out, and it should be coming soon. Uh, there's no specific timeline on that that, uh, that I can share other than it's, it's close. It's very close. So for those that are eager for the start of basketball and eager to start talking about basketball, that non-conference schedule for USU uh, is, is close to being revealed and locked down. Just uh, one or two issues that they're trying to fine-tune, but it's pretty well lined up, and uh, we'll see how that uh, plays out. So stay tuned for that. Should be coming soon. All right, a quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Uh, love to continue to get your score predictions for tomorrow's games between Utah State and UConn and uh, any other things you'd like to see from Utah State in their uh, season and home opener Saturday afternoon. Uh, Napa Auto Parts, they sponsor the Dan Patrick Above the Noise segment coming up here in a few minutes, um, in about uh, six minutes from now or so. But Napa Auto Parts is locally owned, and it's well stocked up on those hard-to-find oils. They've got full synthetic 2299 for a five-quart size, Napa Fleet Heavy-Duty Motor Oil for $13.99 a gallon, Valvoline Premium Heavy-Duty 15W30 for $18.99, and 10W30 for $19.99. Plus, they've got 5W40, $26.99 a gallon. A lot of different things available, plus rebates on some of those uh, items that you're going to need anyway at your local local Napa Auto Parts stores. DD Auto and Salvage is going to pay you the most for junk vehicles. You can get rid of your junk vehicles today. DD Auto and Salvage makes it so easy and fast to get rid of your junker vehicles by paying you the most money possible. Pickup is available. If you have metal, DD Auto and Salvage and Logan wants to pay you today. Call 787-1204. That's 787-1204. Today. See store for details. This is The Herd. Attention listeners. With Colin Cowherd. I think Jimmy Garoppolo has now become the most underrated player in the NFL. By a mile. Colin, he can't stay healthy. So let's attack that narrative. He played 15 of 17 games this year. 15 of 17. Plus three playoff games. This is The Herd. With Colin Cowherd. Wow. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio. 106.9 FM. 1390 AM. The Fan. The Young Automotive Group is proud to announce Young Truck and Trailer Center in Cache Valley. Whether it's heavy equipment trailers, horse trailers, race car trailers, or cargo and utility trailers, we're excited to offer some of the finest trailers and flatbed work trucks to Cache Valley. Our team of experts look forward to helping you find the right truck or trailer to fit your needs. With competitive prices offered on every make and model for sale on our lot. With our extensive inventory, you'll find the best deals right here in Cache Valley. Young Truck and Trailer Center, just off Highway 89 in Logan. Think young, drive young. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. Since 1927, it's provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. Learn more at stjo.org today. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here. Jason Walker out uh, today getting his uh, teeth worked on. Bit of a weird fluke deal. All of a sudden, one of his uh, um, fillings just came out. So I had to get that taken care of quickly. So he's uh, been visiting the dentist this afternoon. Uh, you will hear from him next hour, though. Both he and I sat down to give our predictions for tomorrow's game. And uh, what not just the score, but things we'd like to see uh, from Utah State. Certain players, certain positions. Jason had several plays that he wanted. He was going to be looking for and hoping for. So I'd love to get that from you as well. 435-339-0321. Uh, what's your prediction for tomorrow? How's it going to play out? What's the score going to be? And uh, you know, what are things that you're going to be watching for? Uh, I threw this out on uh, on social media on Twitter earlier today. Got a couple of score predictions. Uh, 27 to 13 from Arizona Aggie. Kind of surprised by that, to be honest. A low-scoring game from Utah State. Closer than I would have expected this game to be. Uh, no, at No Socks Johnny is predicting 45 to 14 for USU. Um, and at Mama Mamachi Doug, I don't know if I said that right, but uh, predicting forty-one to seventeen for USU. At Guyman says just has the uh, Mister T gif where he says pain, <laughs> trying to predict what's going to happen on Saturday. Just pain. <laughs> so I like that. Uh, so what's your score prediction for tomorrow? Uh, you, you've you've heard mine. You're going to hear more about it and uh, how I approach it coming up next hour. But uh, nine three one five and I share this game's same score prediction. But uh, would love to get yours as well. Uh, and really, besides just the score, like what are you looking for? A um, couple of games uh, in the NFL uh, going on, um, and uh, we'll, we'll run through that. Uh, who these former Aggies are trying to uh, get roster spots, but. Um, in the meantime, uh, there's a game tonight, Panthers hosting the Bills, and certainly Derek Wright is a player we're going to be keeping an eye on, but somebody who may not be available is Matt Areza, the former San Diego State player. He's a punter for Buffalo, and they have just uh, announced this afternoon that he will not punt in their preseason game against the Panthers. Now, he is accused in a lawsuit which was filed just yesterday of gang raping a 17-year-old girl when he was at San Diego State last season, along with uh, two of his former San Diego State teammates. So a couple other players, one was a redshirt freshman with the Aztecs, uh, the other was a freshman last season who was no longer on the roster, but all three of them um, accused of rape, gender violence, and false imprisonment. So it's it's not good. It's uh, I'm not going to get into all the details because it's not great. Um, but uh, really despicable behavior there from Matt Areza, who prided himself as the punt god. Um, it appeared like it, it took place uh, off campus. There was a party off campus. But um, this was back in October of 2021. And so this uh, this took place a while ago. During the season last year, when he was getting all kinds of attention, all kinds of accolades, and he did this and uh, just kept on doing his thing. So 
It's an, it's an ugly allegation. Now, uh, his attorney says that the allegations are untrue, and uh, let, let's hope that it that it is. But uh, if it is true, how does that guy, you know, how's that guy playing? And why is Buffalo taking a chance on him? And they may have known about this um, in in advance. <laughs> I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The L.A. Lakers had a bad season last year. The Russell Westbrook trade looks like a mistake. Anthony Davis struggled again with injuries, and the team had little to no chemistry. That will make competing for a title difficult in any year. But that wasn't the Lakers' only flaw. L.A. allowed the third most points in the NBA last season. They still have a long way to go to fix that problem, but they probably took a good first step in addressing that issue because on Wednesday, L.A. acquired Patrick Beverly. The 34-year-old isn't the defender he used to be, but he's not afraid. Whenever we talk about free agent acquisitions, we are always looking for a splash, but not every move has to be for an all-star. Role players are essential to championship teams. So although Patrick Beverly's stats won't jump out in the box score, the guard could be a valuable aspect to the Lakers' defensive turnaround and maybe their entire team turnaround. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.